This is Brittany Estep. And I'm Chip Richter. And you're listening to the Roots and Wings podcast. A conversation about faith, family, and parenting. We're glad you're listening. Welcome back, everybody, to the Roots and Wings podcast. We're glad you're joining us today. I'm really happy to be joined in the studio in person. I can see her face. We do have glass between us, but we're still in the same building and we're in each other's presence is our our friend Monica Streetfler again. Hello. Hi, Monica. So uh, we've decided Monica gets the uh, official title of favorite guest of the show because she's been on the show more than any other person other than uh, someone related, or, well, you are related to me. <laughs> That's the other thing. So this kind of is sort of a homegrown podcast, it is. isn't it? Right? Yeah. It's like it's just sort of family. I think it's just like my family's all in it, and they're pretty much the only ones who listen to it. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that works. That's good for me. You know, it keeps us all connected that way. No, but you have been in the studio more than anyone else, other than Brittany, or uh, really, I think really other than Brittany. Maybe Megan too. Maybe Megan too. So anyway, but welcome back. To, we're gonna, we, you. We, you, yeah. you know, we don't have to look at each other. But we, this is, I should have configured. People would laugh at us if they could see the video, wouldn't they? You get it, tonight you'll be like, why is my neck so stiff on this one side? Yeah, we'll just chat. Um, we're looking through glass at each other, everybody, and I didn't, I, I configured us so that there's just the very edge of the glass is like right down our faces. So we have to like, we're both leaning one way to see each other. That's kind of silly, but. Well, welcome back, Monica, to the to the show, and thanks so much for getting us started with the Enneagram. That's why we wanted to get you back here. So, um, last time we talked, which was a long time ago for us, but for our listeners, it was just last week. But yeah. for uh, for us, it was a while ago. Last time we talked about this, just as a kind of a refresher, even for us, I think you gave us a really good introduction to. Uh, to, to what the Enneagram's all about and uh, where it cam- came from and how you discovered it, your own personal story. So I was, if you're listening to this today and you haven't heard part one, it probably would be good for you to go back and go and listen to that one first and then come back and, and pick it up where we left off last week. And I should say too that uh, we're, missing our, we're missing our third compadre here, aren't we? We are, we are. So we tried though. She tried really hard. <laughs> Brittany is not with us today. We, <clears throat> she had the time, we're ready to go, but life, you know, is life, isn't it? And if, it is. And it just comes at you. And so it was one of those days for Brett, and we had some, a couple little technical things, too, on my end that I was, so anyway, she was excused, and that worked good for her. And <laughs> so it's just, uh, just Monica and I, so... So you said before we were recording, you said, I went back and listened. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so glad you did because I haven't, I wanted to go back. I wanted to go back and listen to our conversation before we chatted. Yeah. So it was fresh. Yeah. So I'm at a disadvantage because I did not okay. do that. But I did get a really good lunch with Mr. Chip Show in today. That's so good. So that's good. <laughs> but pick You've help, had a busy day. <laughs> pick us up where we left off, Monica. And well, let's I think jump in. where we left off, we kind of did a real fast overview of all nine numbers. We just like kind of whipped through them. So I think it might be good to start with um, the core fears desires, weaknesses, and longings of each number because that's really what the Enneagram is about. Okay. It, it, so it's dividing up into these different areas to make it more 
effective, versatile. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of makes it more so complex too, right? Very complex. Yes, it is. And we, we did talk about that last time, that complexity. So we don't want to like dive too deep because whew, it can get really deep. But I think the thing that's so important to understand about these core motivations is the, that's kind of the reason you can't look at somebody and say, oh, they're an eight. Oh, they're a seven. Oh, they're a two. You know, like you cannot like just look at people's behavior because it's all about what is driving that behavior. It's all about what is at the core, what is the fear, the desire, the weakness that is causing that. And so we did mention last time that it is not good to type people because it's a very personal journey of growth. But as you know, you dive into the Enneagram for yourself and you can identify your number, you can look at your core um, fears, desires, longings, weaknesses, and that is the area that you, there's paths to growth in those areas. So, so, so what you're saying is from a distance, it's really hard to take the Enneagram and, and just sort of, like you say, just sort of sum it up. Yeah. But f- when, you, when you take it and bring it into your own life personally and apply it to your own person, mm-hmm. now you can go as deep as you want. And mm-hmm. you're you're going to begin to see the the just the depth and complexity of who you are, mm-hmm. but also how the enneagram allows t- us to kind of sort of inter not interpret, um, but illuminate yeah the, the as enneag- different parts of yes. us and why we are the way we are, and because mm-hmm. I remember last our last time. The, mm-hmm. the, the the takeaway for me was the enneagram brings illumination mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit brings. Transformation. Transformation, yeah, and I love that picture. I, I can see too. it. I can see it in my mind's eye, yeah. and it's and it's very cool. And yeah. I love the idea of it. So good. Okay, so I'm getting it. I'll just kind of tell you what, like a core, the core fear, what that means. Mm-hmm. Each number has a core fear, and the fear is something you're running from, what you're trying to avoid or prevent. But and you can grow in that, and you can learn to. You know, understanding is the first step. Understanding like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. This is why I do this. And do do you think people, as they get start to begin to start to get into this, you might think, I just don't know if it's going to work for me. Do you think people find that how quickly things connect, like how how quickly lights go on in some ways? In other words, Um, they're open to it. Yeah. Well, that's Mm -hmm. the thing. You got to be open. open, Right. Mm -hmm. You can't go in with a closed Like, I know who I am. I don't need anybody to tell me who Mm -hmm. I am. This Mm -hmm. Enneagram thing's not going to tell me anything I don't already know about myself. But I guess that's what I'm saying. If you you allow this tool to come, Mm -hmm. you know, bring it, you know, bring it to look at this and apply it to yourself, you do know yourself. Yeah. So when you begin to see things, I think you can say, wow, this thing really kind of works. That's been my experience Mm -hmm. anyway. It's like, huh, I'm surprised at how accurate it is discerning me. Yes. There's something interesting. I'm kind of in training to be an mm-hmm. Enneagram coach, so I'm going through some things. And one thing they talked about the other day was don't use an Enneagram as a shield or a mm. sword. Mm. And yeah. it's not meant to be like, you know, well, this is the way I am, so mm-hmm. too bad for you. Mm. You know, and you just don't – you keep on hurting people. You yeah. keep on, like, 
It's like, sorry, I'm a nine. Yeah, that's just the way I am, or that's just the way they <laughs> Whatever. are. Whatever. And not to, I don't know what nines are. I mean, I that's like, if there's a nine out there going, hey, Owen, wait Owen a is a nine. See, I don't, yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. And I'm, that's what, that's what yeah. I'm hoping to get from this no, it's okay. my talk yeah. today. But I mean, I just, I get you. Yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying. You know, not to use it offensively or, or defensively, right. but, but mm-hmm. use it transformationally just just yeah. that way just to yeah, become it's meant to be a very personal journey yeah, very cool. so your core fear everybody has a core fear each number has a specific fear that you are trying to avoid they have a core desire so that's what you are striving for mm-hmm. and you know a lot of times you'll do something in order to get that longing met and you don't even realize that's what you're doing because you just have this longing in you and so you're trying to, you're striving for that. And you believe that if desire gets met, you're going to be fulfilled. So then you have a weakness. And a lot of um, teachers call it the shadow side. Mm. Okay. Your shadow, you have a weakness. And this is a core issue that you're, you, you are wrestling with. And it's going to remain a struggle the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Because it's wired into you, into the core of your being. But... Do you know, with the Holy Spirit's help, we can overcome it. It's like having, being aware of all these things, it's like a rumble strip. When mm. you start to veer off course mm-hmm. and, you, and you have an awareness of like, oh, this, this is not healthy behavior or this is what I'm feeling or, you know, and you feel the rumble start, you're like, okay, this is not a healthy area. You want to get yourself back in the health of your number. And then there's a core longing and that's the central message that your heart is longing to hear. It's at the core of who we are. These are the things that uh, shape us. So we can just go through the numbers and their core, all their, their core things. Type one that is often called a perfectionist, um, their core fear is being wrong or bad, not good enough, corruptible. Type ones want to be really good. And there's something, I'm married to a type one, and there's lots I'm learning about them, but type ones often, not often, they do, they have an inner critic that's constantly berating them. You could do better, you could, this could be better, mm. this could, and, Never good enough. Yeah, it's constant in them. And when I began to understand that about my mm. husband, like I could have so much compassion mm. because, you know, oftentimes he'll like, look at something and he'll automatically find the thing that's wrong or that isn't right or isn't good enough. And it just can feel really critical. Yes. And I just like, it can be exhausting and, and he can't help it. He can't help it. And not that, and he's (laughs) not trying to be critical. It's just, that's just how he sees. It's another way you can look at these things. It's like the lenses we put on. These are the glasses we see through all of the things in our core. Those are the lenses we have. And when we can learn, to, to, to like realize other people see it different. Wow. It's, it is. It's really powerful. And you think about that every, yeah. and that's not just, it's every, they see everything through those yes. lenses, everything, everything around them, everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just such a powerful yeah. thing to understand that we're all, that we are all looking through mm-hmm. life through different lenses. Yeah. I mean, Austin and I, my, my son, Austin, and I, we, were, we were together last weekend and we were having the conversation and he's he's very he's brought this conversation about up about reality. Mm. Like, what is re- real? Yeah. I mean, because your reality and my reality may not be the same. Mm. I and mean, what if it's not? 
You know, what if, and so, and, and he was speaking about too on a different plane in yeah. a way, you know, as we talked about, um, but that's so true. And with this, our personalities, we, and the lenses we're viewing everything through, mm-hmm. man, it's just so, Yeah. I guess the weight of that makes me feel like I want to be just more patient. Yes. <laughs> more kind. Yes. More, uh, I want more, gra- I want to offer more grace. Yes. Uh, you know. That's yes. just where I, I find myself there. Me too. But good. And I think Thanks. it's a really, I mean, I and that's I think that's one of the beautiful things of the Enneagram when it mm-hmm. helps you realize, you well, know, everybody you, has these beautiful things, these beautiful perspectives. Mm-hmm. You know, we yeah. all have unhealthy things and we also have superpowers. Yeah. And to be able to yeah. see through. Yeah. Um, see, see, see the good things. Yes. See the, see the, the gifts. Mm-hmm. That we all possess, mm-hmm. and then have grace for those yes. things that are, you know, that are coming through that are, you know, realizing being, we ourselves walk in unhealth often. Exactly mm-hmm. right, and it's a part. It even that is a part of us. Mm-hmm. It informs who we are, mm-hmm. don't you think? Yes. I mean, I, I think yeah. we we because you're just you're just saying we all have these core things, but there are, even the dark shadow side or the unhealthy side, whatever that what term you want to say. That's a part of us. Mm-hmm. It, it it does it does um, it doesn't define us. Yeah. Okay, but it is a it is a part of who we are, mm-hmm. and I think in some ways informs the other parts. You know, if it's a dark side or a dark say the dark side, yeah. <laughs> then it informs the light side yeah. to just shine bright. Mm-hmm. Er, you know, <laughs> yes. you know, and there's I just feel like there's an somehow God uses all these parts mm-hmm. of us to bring us into and through. Uh, new, you know, mm-hmm. new places yes. in our journey. So, well, you know, for me, I came to the Enneagram in a dark place. It, feeling in, I in the dark. I was definitely looking. You were looking. Yeah, out I was, for a way I out. I was of like, some, yeah, why am I so sad? Yeah. My kids had moved, and all the kids that were in my life because of my kids, they most of them moved, and. I was just feeling like my life was over and I could not move past that. And I'm like, God, I know my life is not over. Why am I feeling like my life is over? And my poor husband was like, I don't know why you're feeling like this. <laughs> he was He's so gracious and compassionate. He was so mm-hmm. kind, but poor man, poor man. <laughs> so it was in the midst of that where I came across the Enneagram and found like as a two, you're, our biggest core fear is being rejected Mm. Unwanted, not needed. You are. And you're, so you're saying you. I are am a two. Okay. And yeah. that is our biggest thing. And I had one of my kids kind of look me in the face and say, "I do not need you." And what they were saying probably wasn't what I felt, but right, I felt right. I was leveled. I was yeah. devastated, mm. and I like I felt like I could not pick myself up off the floor. And it was at that point where I found the enneagram. Hmm. And when I saw that as a two, our biggest fear is realized, not being needed. Hmm. And how th- that's why those words impacted me so much. And so that started me on my journey. They went, they went right to your core. Right to the core of <laughs> right the, the my core. very being. Directly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And so it, it helped me sure. gain perspective. <laughs> it helped me scrape myself up off the floor and realize right. my life is not over. You know? <laughs> But it was in the darkness that sure, I sure. came Good. to this and it brought me mm. into the light. <laughs> yeah. So I see it. And, you know, it's interesting, too, because you, you started with one. When you, that's good. Mm-hmm. And then you just went to two. Yeah. And that's and you just covered 
your your husband Bruce and yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and and now that's and that brought me to this because I thought of this when you said no, my husband is a one. Mm-hmm. And I thought, now here's the we talked about this a little bit, like so why do we why should we care? Why should we even bother with these personality things? Mm-hmm. I mean, don't we kind of know who we are and you know and we and we talked about the tool that they can be to just reveal ourselves to ourselves, but also ourselves to each other. Yes. And then in within marriage, you yes. mentioned you guys do some marriage counseling mm-hmm. and you use it in mm-hmm. that way in that way. Yes. So um, th- I just feel, I just want to I'm just referencing all of that just mm-hmm. to say we're hearing it now real life yeah. you, t- you describing both of you interacting with about just with your lives mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. you know and so my motto this summer for him that I'm helping him embrace is it's good enough oh my goodness <laughs> it's working <laughs> is it working I mean I think it is it's working for me <laughs> It's working for you. That hey, that works for me. I'm ha- trying to help him lighten <laughs> so up and oh, just say, you know what? It's okay. It's good enough. Let's get him enough. a t-shirt. Let's good. get him a t-shirt. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, it's good enough. Yes, I'm, we're doing it. I'll have Ariel make him one. She's don't the bother, queen of t-shirts. Don't t-shirt bother makers. me. It's good enough. Oh my goodness, that's so. Good. Oh, she is the queen of t-shirts. She is. I'll have to have her make him one. Okay, we have <laughs> we have eight more to go. We better we better, we better get. Yeah, jamming. this was just the fear. We didn't talk about any of the other Cause, things. Because our, our closing music's about to start. Oh, oh no! <laughs> it really is. But I can turn it off. Okay. But I, here it comes. Oh, isn't it nice? Well, Monica, it was sure nice having you here. It was so good to be here today, Chip. I really appreciate you coming in. You know, this is the way we get. This is where we get our guests out of here. You know, when they're just yakking away and we can't get them to shut up. We just. You know, like, okay, somebody just, we just turned the your music There's on. There's only one and two, so it doesn't matter. That's so fun. Do you need more than one and two? You and Bruce don't. We don't. You just, you know, one and two is good for you. Uh, Let me just mute the stuff. It's very pretty, though. It is. It's lovely. It's Phil Kagey. I was going to ask. It was either you or Phil Kagey. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Oh, you're so kind. Now it's Phil. I hope he doesn't sue me for using it. <laughs> I don't think you will. That's why I use it because yeah. I feel like yeah. I'm kind of safe. I, I feel like if I get a if I got a letter, I could go oh, okay, but I could also I think yeah. I could text him. Yeah. Say, hey, I got a letter. <laughs> Maybe I should have asked, but I kind of feel like it's okay. Yeah. And I'm just gonna like fly through them. Okay. Twos. It's being rejected is your core fear. Your core desire is to be appreciated, loved, and wanted. Our core weaknesses or our shadow is pride which is Hmm. so ugly to talk about. (laughs) Hmm. But it's about denying our own needs and emotions and and using our intuition, our strong intuition, to discover and focus on the emotional needs of other people. We don't want to be seen as needy. Hmm. We want to take care of everybody else's needs. And our core longing is you are wanted and loved. That's what Hmm. we want to hear. Type threes, their core fear is being exposed or thought incompetent or worthless. They don't want to not be successful. Their core desire is to be respected and admired and successful and valuable. Their core weakness is deceit. And it is kind of about deceiving themselves, believing that they're only the image that they present. They want to they can walk into threes. I love a three. I have a three in my life that I love so much. And um, <clears throat> she is this great gift. She can walk into a room and be anything that is needed. Like she can read a room hmm. like magic. It's like their superpower. But then that your superpower can also be 
your weakness. Your weakness. It kind where, of is, I'm noticing that as you as you kind of list these, they're kind of an opposite, mm-hmm. of, like a, almost an opposite yeah. of it. So when you're walking in a lot of health, it's a mm-hmm. good thing. But when you're not, right, you you're can leaning, deceive yourself. Gotcha. Yeah. And then for threes, their core longing, the message they want to hear is you are loved for simply being you, Hmm. not for what you do or what you've achieved or succeeded at, but for who you are. Fours, the romantic individualist, their core fear is being inadequate or mundane or boring or insignificant. They... Their core desire is to be unique and special and authentic. Hmm. And their core weakness is envy. They mm-hmm. um, feel that they're tragically flawed. And so when someone else, they see something in someone else, they feel like they are missing out. They, had, they don't have that. They think everybody else possesses things that they don't. Hmm. So they feel that personal lack when they look around them. And their core longing, the, the message they want to hear is you are seen and loved for exactly hmm. who you are. Hmm. Special. What, what was their core desire again? Their core desire is they want to be unique, special, be unique. and authentic. And their core fear is to be in, in, inadequate. Inadequate, overlooked, not n- not. Monday, not noticed, defective, flawed, insignificant. Mm -hmm. So the five, the investigative thinker, their core fear is being thought incapable or ignorant. They do not want to have obligations placed on them or their energy will be completely depleted. So they, um, their core desire is being capable and competent. Their core weakness or their shadow is avarice, which is such, it seems like a really ancient word. So I kind of, I like this word because like nothing comes to our mind when we hear avarice. No, I'm just sitting here going, so that means. So it's really interesting. I kind of know what it means, but do I really? Um, Feeling that you lack the inner resources and that too much interaction with other people will lead to depletion of your own resources. So you withdraw, you hold back. So avarice is holding back, withdrawing, just from the world in general, and also your resources, and you kind of want to minimize your needs, so you try not to have too much interaction. So, so this would maybe be someone who would tend to le- live their life from, from a place of lack rather than a place of abundance? Yes. Because I've been mm-hmm. just recently listened to another podcast this morning about it. just think about that. Yeah. Just a mentality of, you know, even they could be... There are people who, this podcast was actually talking about these. There are people who can literally be millionaires and feel like they, they just don't have enough. Yeah. And it, and it you know, that translates into material things. But you're, I hear what you're saying, too. It's, it's emotional. emotional, too. It's and mental. Mental, emotional, mm-hmm. physical strength. Um, yeah. Time, mm-hmm. your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. All right. Sorry. <laughs> and their core longing, the thing they want to hear is your needs are not a problem. Yeah. Boy. Yeah, for sure. So six is they're the loyal guardians. Their greatest fear is fear itself. Hmm. They, they fear being without support, without security or guidance. They don't want to be blamed or targeted or alone mm-hmm. or physically abandoned. So type sixes have a lot of fear. Like their fear is fear. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, their core desire is to have security 
guidance and support. Mm-hmm. And their greatest weakness, their core weakness or their shadow is anxiety. So they can look at life ahead and try to predict um, and prevent negative outcomes. A lot of times these people are worst case scenario thinkers. Oh, this is going to happen and this is going to happen. And so they want to be really prepared. You know, they kind of, they want to, they remain in a constant state of worry and and apprehension because they're always thinking of what could go wrong. And so their core longing is you are safe and secure. So seven, our entertaining optimist. Their biggest fear is being deprived, trapped in emotional pain, limited or bored. They are like the kings and queens of FOMO, fear of missing out. Um, But uh, I think really sevens often, their big fear is pain. They just avoid pain at all costs. They're always like running from it. They want to What's next? What's next? Get past What's next? It. Mm-hmm. So their core desire is to be happy and fully satisfied and content. So the core weakness or shadow of a seven is gluttony, and that's not necessarily like when we think of gluttony, we think of like barbaric eating. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's not necessarily but that. It's just, it's just it's always more than enough. Right. It's it's like you have this great emptiness. You feel an emptiness, and you just are trying to fill yourself up. Whether it's, you know, it could be good things, yeah. but it could also be not good yeah, things. It could be exercise. You know, with experiences. It could be yeah, things that are good for you, but it could be more, it could be an imbalance of mm-hmm. it, right? Just you want to, you know, you want to fill yourself with experiences and stimulation in hopes of feeling completely satisfied and content. Hmm. So. Interesting. Core longing of a seven, the thing they want to hear is you will be taken care of. Eights, our protective challenger their core fear is being weak, powerless, harmed, controlled, vulnerable, manipulated. Their core desire is to protect themselves and those that are in their circle. Their core weakness or shadow is lust and excess. Mm. They're constantly desiring intensity and control and power. Mm. They're pushing themselves kind of on life and people to get what they want. Kind of like adrenaline junkies. Yeah. You know, can definitely I mean, be adrenaline. I, just, I don't know. Just, as, you, know, you, you know, I have some friends that are just, it seems mm-hmm. like they're going from one crazy thing to, to the next. It's mm-hmm. just not, and it's, it's not necessary. But, yeah. for, but for them, for somehow but, it is. Yeah. They have to just push themselves mm-hmm. and it's, yeah, I I'm thinking of them. I'm yeah. wondering if they are. Do you tend to do that as you read? Do you think of I people? Do. And I know you're not supposed to. We talked about I know that you're last not week. Supposed to, but especially the people in my life, yeah. and my family. Well, I'm thinking of my family too. And, know and love. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you just it's wonder. It's hard not to. It helps you think. Well, maybe. I, yeah. Maybe this is why they do that, or this is why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, we're almost through nine because I have okay. more. I have other questions okay. I want to ask, but we'll get. I the don't wanna... core longing of an eight is you will not be betrayed. Hmm. So nines are peaceful mediators. They're pretty precious. Mm. Um, Their core fear is being in conflict or tension. Um, They also fear being overlooked Mm. and losing connection and relationship. Mm. So their inner desire desire is having stability and peace of mind. They just want to be very 
peace or <laughs> peaceful. They don't want any kind of conflict or mm-hmm. tension. Their core weakness or shadow is sloth, hmm. which is also kind of an old word. Yeah. And we just think of that as just being lazy. Lazy. And nines n- aren't necessarily lazy. They they aren't. But sloth means remaining in an unrealistic or idealistic world in order to keep the peace. Mm-hmm. To remain easygoing and not be disturbed by their anger. Yeah, change nothing. They fall asleep to their passions or desires. Okay, interesting. Um, Everything's even good. Even their abilities. Yeah, gotcha. Um, interesting. And they uh, can merge with other people just to keep the peace. Like yeah. if someone else's personality, you know, they can just kind of merge and do what they do just to be mm-hmm. keep things mm-hmm. like really peaceful. But the core longing of a nine is your presence matters. That's that's the what they want to hear. Longing to hear that their presence means something. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's again being seen and known. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's very interesting. All right, so I can't help like we were saying just a second ago. I can't help but think about or want to my mind to travel to mm-hmm. and think of um, others in my family and. <clears throat> Kind of feel like as a you know like you, uh, like you've done in a not in a obnoxious way but mm-hmm. I kind of want to sort of be I want to be a little bit of an evangelist of this you know and kind of talk about it proselytize yeah. a little yeah. bit uh, I just I would like to share you know and and thankfully my kids seem to you know know about this because we've had some good conversations mm-hmm. about it but what so you know we kind of know about it and if you've listened to these last this episode and the ones before out there listener and now you kind of know about it so if you're at this place where like hey I just caught last week and here's this one hmm, what's next say I want to like I'm now I'm really interested mm-hmm. I want first of all I want to know what my number is I think yeah. I kind of know because I've listened mm-hmm. to what you just said and I kind of feel like I know but I'm not sure so is there a place yeah. I can go and find out kind of just get a ballpark real quick yeah you know what can I do well, ballparks and real quick don't really work with the Enneagram. So you're not okay. So that's but, I wanted to ask you that question too because there's a ton of. See, I, was, I didn't. Yeah. I hesitate to to, to yes. point people to anything because I know but, there's a bunch of stuff online. There is a bunch of stuff online. The, I think a really good test, probably one of the best, would be from the Enneagram Institute. Okay. And it's a Ross and Hudson or Rizzo, Rizzo and Hudson. They're the Enneagram Institute. Gurus. Great. Well, you know, and we'll, at, you have to pay for the test, and it's like 145 questions or yeah. a lot of questions. So it's a legit test. That's kind of where I wanted yeah. to go. Is there also is there Ian something? Cron has a, a good website, and he has really good resources. Okay. Ian Cron. I'll we'll can we'll have a put we'll have links, links to his in website the show notes. and to yeah. the Enneagram Institute. Yeah, check we'll put those check links. the show notes for the links for these yeah. these resources. You know, like we said it last week, you can't tell your number from the test right like that's you have a way for you to go explore i've heard people say oh well i'm 65 percent this and 25 percent that and this but to start you know if you want to start i would say you know you could go i would take either either of those okay tests all right um i would read uh, the road back to you by ian cron it's really a good resource mm-hmm. as for beginner yeah. enneagram and we did link to the road back to you in mm-hmm. last week's show and we'll, we'll that links here too so people can yeah. look at that as well but it is it's a very powerful tool it's a very um it can be life-changing yeah. i feel like it was Obviously. life-changing for me well there's it's so mm-hmm. it's so deep and we really just 
just skim the surface. simply skim the surface. And it's just more we that really there's have. so much. We could talk about e- e- every single number, kind of how we mm-hmm. have gotten mm-hmm. into a little bit and just sort of, and maybe as you were listening today, you maybe you heard something and went, man, that's me, I think. I'm pretty sure that's got to be me. <laughs> but, you know, and if, that's, if this has piqued your interest and, and if you're feeling like, you know, some of what you've heard is, then I just would encourage you to pursue some of the links and the resources and see what happens. And Monica is pursuing um, training yeah. to be to be a licensed co- mm-hmm. license coach, mm-hmm. and so we'll um, continue to have you, you know, the podcast favorite <laughs> guest back, uh, and we'll have you back to talk about more than the enneagram too. But I just do feel like it can weave into so many mm-hmm. different parts of of our lives in different really ways. Can. Parenting is a whole nother. Uh, yeah, that's another. Oh man, uh, there's so much. One. We'll have to come back and do yeah, a parenting. Yeah, you probably were like, again. man, I wish I would have known this when my kids were this age or that I did. age. Right? I do, yes. I'm sure. Yes. It's funny, you know, my, my brother Jeff has been on a couple of times. We've had like sort of like the the podcast favorite therapist on. Mm-hmm. And now we have mm-hmm. the podcast favorite Enneagram coach on. So we'll have these like the podcast, you know, the official therapist of the Root Swings podcast, the official Enneagram coach of the Root Swings podcast, Monica Street. So, well, Monica, thanks a lot for Thank being you with for me. me. And uh, I know Brittany's bummed that she couldn't be with us, but we'll just do it again next time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, thank you, listeners, for being with us. And thanks for just being a part of this community. I hope that you found the Roots Wings podcast to be helpful through this several weeks that we've had of isolation. We've tried to do things that have been current and and, uh, helpful. And I hope some of those episodes have been. I would encourage you to go back and listen to uh, the episodes with my brother, Jeff. We talk a lot about... Uh, Jeff is a mental health professional, a therapist, and so he came and just shared with us about how to help with some of the anxiety and maybe if you're feeling that. I think at this point, a lot of us, you know, this long stretch, you might be feeling it. So go check those out, um, those previous episodes, just just a few weeks ago. I can't remember the numbers. I won't look them up, but they're back there. You can see them. And also, if you have any questions or want to make a comment about anything you heard on our show, just you can send me an email, chip at chiprichter.com, and you can send Brittany an email, Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y, at chiprichter.com, and we'd love to hear from you, hear how you're doing. Also, the Roots Wings podcast is now being helped, supported by my Patreon account, so you can check out the links below here in the show notes to see how you can be part of, of what we're doing with that. So that's pretty exciting. And um, I'm very thankful for all the friends that are supporting. Thanks a lot, everybody. We will let you go and we'll look forward to talking to you again next week. Have a good one. Say goodbye, Monica. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> you were so quiet. And you're like, Ram-bom.